This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode number 87, the solo series. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. We're on episode number 87. And I want to talk to you today about the number one mistake that is costing you clients. And so if you've been wondering, you know, I've got clients or I have a new online course or a digital product and and I don't know how to get it to the right people or I don't I don't know how to increase sales. I've had a good launch for maybe 1.0 and 2.0, but my launch isn't as effective and I don't know how to get more people involved. I'm glad you asked the question because this is one of those episodes that I feel like saying to a lot of entrepreneurs that I've come across in the last few weeks. I feel like saying to a number of entrepreneurs that I've dealt with in the last few weeks, you don't get how this works. And it's such a simple concept. It's such a basic concept in sales and marketing. And however, and yet, There are so many entrepreneurs doing this wrong. So let's just talk about it for a second. The number one mistake that is costing you clients, can you think about what that is? I'll give you the answer. Follow-up. Follow-up. You know, I used to hear the saying or the comment that um, your current clients are your greatest source of revenue. That the clients that you currently have or the customers that you currently have, they are kind of your the cash cow of your business they are the foundation of your business and it costs less money to get a current client to purchase something else than it does a to recruit and bring in a brand new client now should you always be looking for new uh, clients and customers absolutely you're always going to want to generate more people on your email list new people on your email list but here's where a lot of entrepreneurs let this thing slip You don't always want to have to worry about getting brand new clients because if you don't know what to do with your current clients, if you're not treating your current clients appropriately, giving them exceptional customer care, making sure that you check in on them on a regular basis, asking them what they need, how you can help them, serving them even beyond whatever it is they purchase from you. If you're not doing those things, how can you possibly expect to get anybody new? Because eventually every new person that you get is going to become a recurring client and then you're just going to treat them the way that you did before so let me speak about follow-up for a little bit follow-up is is more than just um let me send them an invoice let me send them an email let me put them on my email list and they get the autoresponders once every two months so they have 90 days of of contact follow-up is actually really caring about the well-being and the welfare of your client or of your customer, whoever's purchased from you, and really thinking on a pretty consistent basis, how can I give them more? How can I serve them? Um, How can I make sure that they're using what they purchased from me in a great way? Follow-up is being true to what you promised you delivered to them. And in situations where, for whatever reason, you know, we've all had a bad launch of a product or a course. If you've had a bad launch, if things didn't go the way that you wanted to, getting back in there, redoing the whole product, and getting it to the client at no charge. These are basic things that are simply about doing the right thing. I'm not sure why we have situations where entrepreneurs don't seem to care, and and, and I'm not talking about you and me, but I'm talking about quite a few out there, don't seem to care whether they do the right thing by their clients and potential clients. 
They don't seem to care if their client is using their product or using their course. They don't seem to care if they honor whether their client, you said, I'm going to give you lifetime access and lifetime membership, and then all of a sudden, I'm going to rescind it later because I want to make more money. There are lots of people out there who are in business who don't seem to care about what it means to really and truly serve your tribe. And here's the thing that gets people. So you might be thinking, well, you know, I've followed up so many times with potential clients and they never took on my coaching packages or they, they never bought my online course. Do you know that I have certain people who've been following me since 2007? We're talking 10 years, folks, and just bought something from me last year. What if I'd said, well, I'm not going to serve those people or I'm not going to serve that client because they haven't bought anything from me in 10 years. For some people, they'll listen to one of your talks or watch one of your videos and they'll jump on board and buy from you. For others, it takes time. For most people, listen, nobody goes on a first date and right after the first date, they go, okay, are you going to marry me or not? Unless you're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, nobody does that. What they do is they have a number of dates. They build a relationship over time. They learn more about the person. They learn about the compatibility. A business relationship is no different. It takes time for you to build trust and credibility with your tribe, for you to say to them, you need this and here's why. But as you get ready to purchase my product, because I know you will at the end of the day, I'm going to educate you. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to give you tons of value. And I'm going to consistently show up for you. I don't know what it is, but there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there who do the consistently showing up and giving value and being there and following up all the way up until the sale. And then you buy with them and then they fall off the face of the earth. It's almost as if they were just taking your money and they could care less what you do the next day. You know, it's kind of like a one night stand. It really is. It's like a one night stand, except they don't leave money on the table. Great entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs who have people who will go to the ends of the earth to buy their next product are entrepreneurs who follow up and follow through. They do what they say they're going to do. They follow up with clients that they haven't heard from, even if that client hasn't bought anything from them in two years or three years. They follow up with potential clients. They, they send them links to articles for them to read that are based on what their goals and dreams are. They send them ideas, blog posts. They, you know, they shout them out on their FB Lives. They shout them out on their podcasts. There are so many different ways to follow up with people that if you want to know the one place that you're leaving a ton of money in your business on the table, it's your lack of follow up and follow through. And here's how you know that's true. Think about three to five potential clients or previous clients or potential customers or previous customers that at some point in time in the last two years, you have begun a conversation with but never followed up on that conversation or followed through or, you know, said to them, let's schedule a Skype call so we could talk more about what I can do for you, what I can offer you. How many times have you had the opportunity to do that and decided not to? Probably a lot. My answer too would be a lot. That's us leaving money on the table. Now, some of you may say, well, I, the reason I'm not following up is because I don't want to bug them. I don't want to feel like you know, I'm trying to be pushy. I'm trying to, you know, force them to, to buy something. Here's what I'm going to say to that. Following up does not come from a heart that is focused on uh, getting money 
and have that work out. If you're following up because you're saying, well, I got I have a sales quota in my business and I've got to make this sale and close this deal. Yeah, people are going to feel that from you. They're going to get the sense that you're being pushy and you're trying to force them into something. And most people are not going to be forced or intimidated that way. It doesn't happen at used car dealerships. It's not going to happen here. But if you look at it differently, if you choose to see you're following up with a potential client as, I want to make sure that even if they're choosing not to work with me right now, they are doing the things that they need to do so they can live their dreams, so they can take care of their lives, so they can transform their lives. Even if they choose not to take up my program, my course, whatever, I am doing this follow-up because I want them to know that above anything else, whether they purchase or not, whether they purchase today or they purchase never, my focus is on them pursuing and achieving that goal, that dream, that change. If you go into follow-up with a heart like that, they're going to feel that from you. And they may not purchase today. And they may not purchase next month. And you know what? They may not purchase next year. But you've done your due diligence as an entrepreneur to make sure that your clients, your tribe, your potential clients, your customers, they feel seen, heard, and known. Because at the end of the day, that's those are the three things that anybody deeply desires. They want to feel seen, heard, and known. And if you can deliver that with a heart that's true, that's really focused on serving, over time, you will develop a pretty substantial business. Now, when I say over time, what do I mean? I'm talking years. You know, I love people who are like, well, I did that for six months. No, mm -mm. I'm not saying six months. I'm saying, can you do that consistently, persistently, for three to five years, even if the results aren't coming through the way that you think they ought to at that time, can you still show up for your tribe? Can you still offer them more? Can you still give? Now, at the same time, this is going to sound a little contradictory. At the same time, that doesn't mean that you offer your value and your high-end products and services and coaching for free because nobody's taking you up on your offer. Nobody's going to take you up on your offer until you stand up for what you're worth, period. So it doesn't mean because you're giving and you're serving and nobody's taking you up on, on your course or your program or your coaching or buying something from you that that's a sign of, oh, nobody needs it, nobody wants it, I just ought to give it away for free. No, you have to stand on your value. Maybe the way that you're marketing it is what's not working. Maybe what your your course or your program or your product is called, the name isn't working. Maybe you're targeting the wrong niche. There could be a hundred different things that might need to be tweaked or altered slightly so that you start seeing the revenue and the results that you want in your business. But never in that mix is you deciding that you're not worth what you're asking for and then you turn around and offer it for free because then you send mixed messages to your tribe. You send the message on the one hand that, yes, I'm charging, and then you send the message on the other hand, no, I'm not worth it, so just take it all for free. You do not want to teach your tribe that you don't know your worth because the moment you do, it's going to take you a very long time to get that back. So at the end of the day, what am I saying? And this is going to be a short podcast because... Well, this rarely happens with me, as you guys know. Um, the number one mistake that so many entrepreneurs are making, and that's really costing money, time, reputation, which is very hard to get back once you burn those bridges with people. Your reputation is on the line, is follow-up. Follow-up. 
and connected to that follow through. And so here's the thing. At the end of the day, I'm not going to talk about a s- solutions like give you nine points for authenticity or five points for self. I'm not going to give you any of that. Here's what it boils down to. Every person who is in your tribe or who is potential as a client or a customer or anybody who sent you an email or a private message on Facebook, what you need to do is you need to open up a Google spreadsheet. You need to put their name in that Google spreadsheet. You need to put the date of original contact in another column of that spreadsheet. And then you need to put the date that you are currently reaching out to them and have two or three columns identified for today and then another date somewhere in the future, maybe a week or two out, and then another date somewhere in the future, maybe three to four weeks out. You need to start keeping track of your follow-up so that you know you are reaching out. And then reach out more than that. Whenever, you know, sometimes I might read an article and I think of one of my clients and I know that this article is definitely for them, I'll send them the article because I know that that's what they're focused on. You know, I don't know what it is, but you'd think people would just care because they can care because it's important, care because you would want someone to to follow up with your child if they were in your client or your potential customer's shoes. Caring is what it boils down to, and caring is not that hard. But a lot of us make following up in business about not us not feeling worthy or us not feeling ready. And at the end of the day, people don't care whether you're ready People care that you show up for them. They care that you show up for them. And so here's my thing. Show up for them. Whatever you need to do, whatever you need to put aside. I know I get caught up in projects. You know, I've got this course and that thing I need to create. There comes a moment where you have to say, caring about my tribe is way more important than any content I'm going to produce for them. They got to know that I care well before they ever purchase anything that I create for them. So... It boils down to care, it boils down to follow-through, it boils down to follow-up, but this one thing right here, this follow-up thing, is costing entrepreneurs thousands of dollars a week, a day, certainly a year. Don't be one of those. Decide that your standard of excellence in business is that you show up fully for your tribe, whether they purchase something from you or not, that you honor the agreement you made upon purchase with people. If you say it's lifetime access, you better make sure five years down the line, you don't turn around and say, well, oops, sorry, I changed my mind. It's not. No, it doesn't work that way. Integrity, credibility, reputation. Keep those intact because once you lose them, they're very hard to get back. That's all I wanted to say. Kind of event session, but also kind of a get it together talk with myself and everybody who's listening. Because oftentimes we forget that it's the, it's the Pareto principle, right? The 80-20 rule. 80% of what we earn in our business is accounted for by 20% of the things we do in our business. And this right here is probably most of that 20%. Follow up. Follow up for the right reasons. For the right reasons. All right, everybody. I will catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. 